Hey there, everyone, and welcome to the On the Horizon RC podcast. I'm your host and Horizon CEO, Chris Dickerson. And with me, as always, on our very special Horizon RC Fest podcast is the birthday boy himself, <laughs> Mr. Steve Petrado. Hey, guys. Uh, Steve, fifth annual RC Fest. I yeah. couldn't remember that, so thank you for putting that in my notes. Yep. Fifth annual RC Fest. I think we can start by saying bigger, better than ever. Yeah, I think record-breaking year. Yeah, I think it's going to be. I think when the numbers are in. So, yeah. um, like I said, also, really special day. You throw a heck of a birthday party. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Can't think uh, of a better place to do it. That's right. I mean, yeah, it is in. definitely the party. So, And I think today, you know, we're getting back also to what we originally started this podcast for, right? So, first and foremost, people won't notice it today, but we're sitting next to each other. Yeah, we it's are. It's been a long time since we've done a podcast in person. And the whole idea originally was... Like, if you came to an RC event, who would you want to sit down and, like, talk to and find out their story and people that are influential or interesting? And uh, I think our guests today fall into both influential and interesting guests. And uh, I was excited to talk to them first and foremost anyway. But after spending the last day and a half out here and seeing them going all in at it, uh, I'm even more excited about this. So, um I guess maybe before we bring them in, though, mm -hmm. anything we need to cover? We usually kind of start with Horizon News. I feel like RC Gosh. Fest is the Horizon yeah. News today, right? Yeah, this is the news. It's it's Saturday of RC Fest, so we are right after the long jump competition, which we'll talk about a little bit here, and uh, after the noontime demos and rolling into the evening hours. So, gosh, there's not there's just not much else to talk about, but this event has just been incredible. It takes an army, it as does. you know, the entire feels like the entire staff is out here, but I think we have over 100 volunteers, whether it be staff or friends of staff or family of staff members. So pretty impressive. Really excited to see it all come together like this. It is. And your voice sounds pretty good. You've yeah. been talking nonstop <laughs> on the flight line for a day and a half now. Yeah, absolutely. And so I can't believe you have any voice left. But yeah. um, well, let's just jump to it then, because uh, I'm like I said, it's it's a it's kind of a little weird, but the way it's supposed to be, we actually have our guest here with us today. <laughs> They're sitting across the table from us. And and I do have to say, I mean, on a personal level, every now and then we have a guest that I'm really excited about because it's it's something I just love. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think our guests today, we have two. Two. So we have Ryan and Weston Anderson. And some people may say they know who exactly who that is. And they're like, wow, coolest guest you guys have had yet. <laughs> and uh, some people may say, that sounds familiar. But the our guests are none other than part of, I would say, some of the most famous family of motorsports. And I would say all motorsports personally. Definitely. So, um you know, they're, they're famous in their own rights. Um, they, they drive and wrench on incredible monster trucks, things that, uh, certainly inspire our fan base. And oh, yeah. we've been fortunate enough to work with them, especially with our Losi brand. Uh, and it's really kind of a family business for you all. So, uh, without further ado, Ryan Weston, welcome to on, on the horizon. Um, and uh, we appreciate you being here at RC Fest. No doubt, us. So man. welcome, guys. Thank you guys for having us, dude. We're having a blast. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Dude, I've been lost out here so much going from <laughs> all the different stuff. It's been so fun. Yeah, I mean, and you guys are going at it. I mean, uh, I, I thought, oh, we'll talk a lot about, you know, Monster right. Jam and, and uh, you know, what you guys do in your day job. But, like, you are hardcore RC dude, guys. We, I honestly feel a little, a little bit guilty because we have been hitting it so hard. You guys have been tracking us down for two days now. And you finally... <laughs> Got us under control. We have finally completed every competition we planned on being in. And uh, so far, it's not been bad. We have had an absolute <laughs> blast. Everything from monsters to mega trucks to crawling. The one thing we I haven't done yet that I want to do is airplanes. 
So well, I, we can make I, that I think happen. Steve can make yeah. that happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right here up. is one. I mean, as as uh, versed as you guys are in uh, monster trucks, I'd say Steve probably qualifies in RC <laughs> flying. You could probably buddy box. They could buddy yeah. box with oh, somebody yeah. on the we flight line. That'd be a pretty cool experience. Tell, tell me what you want to fly, and we'll make yeah. it happen. Yeah, yeah, we'll make that happen. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, you guys were here late last night, night crawling, uh, driving after dark, back at it today. We did just get off. I'll, I'll go a little out of order here, but we are like minutes out of the uh, long jump competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so was, I've never seen it before. And I was like, oh, okay, it's going to be cool. And then the first couple trucks started going and I was like, oh my God, this is sweet. And we were standing like halfway up the runway and it was still awesome to watch. They were <laughs> going like 60, 70, 80 feet in the air. It was crazy. Yeah. And I had a pretty decent jump, got third yeah. place behind two of the horizon staff members which is greg and i can't remember the other dude's name but brandon. had a crazy brandon yeah brandon. Crazy oh brandon okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay yeah brandon dethroned dethroned greg nitro nitro yeah, yeah i don't you know greg, i i apologize a little bit for greg soba i mean I, he turns into a whole nother beast when <laughs> yeah, when was, long jumps at stake yeah, right i mean creature out yeah. there he was yeah i mean he lets he even I, he went to a tattoo parlor and got tattoos <laughs> i know on him and everything i know that he goes over the top i don't i don't know what happens but uh it's like his alter ego. I mean, maybe that's the real greg soba yeah, yeah. and the, the norm the guy we see you know at work is like the 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 other person but we're gonna have to uh cut down on some costs for horizon this week to pay for his laser tattoo removal. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we didn't work that into the budget this yeah week, well and there was there was a little bit of almost like olympic style controversy there with uh I, ryan you were kind of the mc there with nitro and keeping him in line yeah a little bit and uh but, but what, what's this deal here with ali and uh the rocket ship uh, okay yeah so ali came in with a <laughs> this is a Mind you, this is for a wheeled vehicle, a service vehicle <laughs> competition. So right. He's, he's a plane guy as far as we know, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a plane yeah, guy. yeah. So, oh, again, really a lot of our him. people probably know Ali Machinsky. He's yeah. uh, one of the best pilots in the world, right? But, yeah, yeah, you're right. This was a car long jump, right? <laughs> yeah, and he cruises out there on the runway and hits a switch. And not only does the wing of his Typhon uh, go crazy and move around, which has rockets strapped to it also, wings come from underneath of the car out. This was was ridiculous. But luckily he put too much rocket power behind it and it just went ballistic as soon as he hit the rockets. So thankfully, as much as he tried to cheat, it didn't work out good for him. I don't think he made it into the triple digits at all. Yeah. Longest was 98. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was right at 100 foot. Yeah. Yeah. Now he needs a knockdown of post. I I think so. I think so. Yeah. You know, and and my comment when he showed me the car was I said, it's going to be epic. And it's either going to be epic good or epic failure. I mean, and, it was uh, cool. It almost went it, up in smoke. It was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I did do that. It made it into the field and was over there cooking some beans. Whatever. <laughs> the, <far> side, <laughs> the, rockets, the rockets were still going. That's hilarious. That That's good. So, yeah, obviously a lot of excitement, a lot of fun at, at RC Fest. But let, let, we'll kind of get back to the beginning here because somebody may be 10 minutes into this now going, this is great, but uh, I'm still not sure who you're talking to. <laughs> so uh, maybe, Ryan, we'll start with you. So you are probably best known for driving the son of a digger truck. Yep. Um, and you're from Kill Devil Hills, North Carolina. Uh, and 
you're here. Obviously, you're here living it. Uh, tell us a little bit, you know, again, somebody who's maybe an airplane guy and, yep. you know, doesn't doesn't follow Monster Jam and should. Um, tell us tell us a little about yourself. Yeah. So me and my brother Weston here, our dad is the crazy old guy, Dennis Anderson, that yeah. created Gravedigger. So he started Monster Trucking in 1982. That's when Gravedigger was born. He didn't make me until 1989. So <laughs> I have lived and breathed Monster Jam and Gravedigger my entire life. Uh, and coming through, uh, coming up, you know, growing up with my dad was, it was just insane. Gravedigger woke me up in the morning for school. He actually took me to school with Gravedigger oh, wow. a few times. And my, my principal drove a Gravedigger go-kart through our school. Like the stuff that probably would not slide today, but it was what it was happening all the time. So my childhood was anything but normal, but it was normal to me. Right. And uh, when, as soon as I was able to start competing and driving myself, I cooed for my brother. I helped dad wrench and turn, uh, turn wrenches on Gravedigger all the time. Finally got my chance to drive. I started in 2010. I drove a couple random trucks just to kind of prove myself uh, to Monster Jam and to everybody else where uh, after that in 2011, I debuted my truck, Son of a Digger, that I've been tearing up the track since right. then. So now I am uh, three championships down, three world championships down, and have three points championships as well, and a world record for the longest bicycle in a Monster Jam truck. Really? 981 feet. Wow. That's, that is, that is a record. Yeah, it was hard. I don't get me wrong. When I'm in the stadiums, I make it look fairly easy and it kind of is easy when it falls in place. But once you got to go past that 300 foot mark, that monster truck doesn't want anything to do with being on two wheels. Right. It's trying to get down on all four or just go ahead and roll over. Right. It doesn't like to balance very well. <laughs> I did not know that about you. That's, that's a cool record. All the records are cool. The bicycle one's really cool. So very good. Well, Weston, what about you? Let's let's. Uh... I, I don't have quite the stat sheet that Ryan does yet, but it's also uh, been driving Gravedigger for two years now okay. on Arena Tour East both times. I won the championship last year and came back this year and defended my points title. So going back to World Finals again in Gravedigger, it's going to be uh, pretty sweet. I'm pretty sure all other four Gravedigger drivers are going to be there, so it's going to be awesome competing with them and competing alongside Ryan. I don't get to race them all year and. And we get to go there and do that. But uh, yeah, I also am not only Gravedigger, but uh, y'all have just released not too long ago the Bog Hog and the King Sling LMTs. Right. I'm both of them. I started in Bog Hog when I was 11 years old and uh, ran it up all the way until current day. And uh, King Sling, that was my dad's uh, mega truck that he built. And he kind of retired, stepped back from it. And I took over the name a little bit and have gone and done crazy things that. He wouldn't want to do anymore, but uh, I'm still a little bit young and flexible. So uh, we have a world record in Kingsling, too. It's a long jump that we did. It was actually 225 feet. So wow. just about as far as I jumped the Typhon out here 30 minutes ago. You were actually in it, though. Yeah, right. I was yeah. actually in it. Yeah. It's about 10,000 pounds heavier. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, so I'm having a blast out here at RC Fest, man. It is so cool. Yeah, well, and you have Kingsling here, so like you yeah. said, we have replicas of them under Losi, and uh, but you've got the real deal here, and uh, I think when you when you unloaded it and you fired it up, I think a couple times today too, it uh, it like stops everybody, and you can feel it in like going through your body. Uh, oh, that that thing's man. a beast. We fired it's seventeen hundred horsepower. Oh wow! I mean, it's a five forty <laughs> big block Chevrolet. Uh, we have zoomies on it too. It's straight exhaust, <laughs> no mufflers or anything, and the people love it. It is uh, super loud. It's definitely an eye catcher. 
Ryan unloaded it, did a couple hole shots down the backfield back here. So yes. whenever your lawnmower man, groundskeeper man comes and gets bucked <laughs> off the zero turn, it was Ryan's fault. There we but, go. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, we're probably going to fire it up a few more times for everybody out here and give them a taste of some American freedom, some horsepower. Yeah, it's. I have to say, all of us in the hangar, we were building airplanes, and I think even Allie was like, he stopped what he was doing. He was like, what is that? And yeah, he strap it to his long jump. Yeah, right? he yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, next year, that's what he's going to do. Yeah. He's going to have a king sling with wings on it uh, for the long jump. Yeah. yeah. Our load on the way here was insane. We we started off realistic, like, okay, we're not going to bring our full-size rig. We're going to downsize to just a regular trailer, put king sling on there. It, it's not super massive, so it'll fit on a normal trailer. And it'll be la- way easier for us. We will have to bring all the jacks and all the tools. Just bring this thing here and be casual about it. Well, then, like, well, we're going to go to RC Fest. we got to bring some RCs. So we packed a, a couple of LMTs, king sling, a bog hog, <laughs> son of a digger, a grave digger. Well, then, Weston wanted to, to bring his son of a digger also, so he brought his, and my son wanted to bring his. And I think that was, was probably the biggest thing was race <laughs> being here for this. We packed probably twice as many RC cars than we should have. Oh, Dad, let's get this one. Dad, let's bring this one. Yeah, my eight-year-old son race is absolutely going berserk right now. We packed, I think, close to 25 RCs for three of us. Yeah, so <laughs> it is. Uh, it has been chaos, That's to say the, the least. big-scale RCs. We probably packed yeah, 25 yeah, of your 24 scale, the SX-24s <laughs> yeah. too. Wow. Yeah, yeah, we've gone super insane with them at home and we brought it, we had to bring it out. So our trailer was loaded down. We had LMTs lined up on the trailer, it open trailer. 12 of them wide <laughs> yeah. in front of King's Lane. It was crazy. And of course, I look at the radar, I'm like, yeah, we'll just strap them to the trailer, it'll be fine. First thing, big thunderstorm right away. Oh no. We had, yeah. We had no choice though, we ran out of room. Yeah. We did the bed of the truck was full, the back seat was full, we had racist kid back or Ryan's <laughs> kid back there and yeah, yeah, we were running out of room very quick. <laughs> it was yeah. quite the load we had on the way here to RC Fest. My dad was like <laughs> shaking his head like Oh, you guys are, I'm glad I'm not going with you guys right now. That stuff's going to be falling out. Nothing fell out. I did. I, I have to admit, I made a mistake. I put my SCX-6s on either side of the two, tongue. Two mistakes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, mistakes. yeah, okay. I was too. Beside the tongue of the trailer, there's a gooseneck trailer that goes into the bed. Well, uh, going uh-oh. out of my driveway, I, had to, I have to basically jackknife the trailer to get out. Uh, and in doing that, it actually got into the corner of the SX6 my, body. Uh, my SX6. Yeah, we literally, yeah, yeah, we literally just delegated. Okay, this one's going to be Weston's. This one's going to be mine in races. Weston's instantly, instantly got demolished <laughs> on the way out of the driveway. We could do, going down the road. He's like, "What are we going to do?" I'm like, "I'll just want jackknife again." First gas station we get to, jackknife, mine. So both SCX6s come in with trail damage (laughs) right away out the gate. But they're still good to go. They still run perfect. They just look like they made a fail down a mountain. (laughs) (laughs) It happens. It happens. So, well, maybe just real quick, kind of along that line. So, yeah, we we talked about it a little bit here. But, um, yeah, we've got Grave Digger. We've got Son of a Digger. We've got King Sling. You know, we've got all these replicas under Losi now. I mean, from our perspective and on the RC side, it's awesome, right? Because, again, people grow up. I grew up watching your dad, you know, in in Grave Digger. I mean, you know, when I was a kid, Grave Digger and Bigfoot were the, the trucks, right? And, you know, it's obviously way gone beyond that now. But so for us, it's like a dream come true to have a Losi vehicle that I can actually drive Digger or Son of a Digger. Um but what's it like for you guys or maybe talk to the fans about, you know, what is it for you guys that makes it so cool to have RC vehicles? I mean, you can go out and drive King Sling if you want, yeah, Weston. I mean, it's, what's uh, up with the RC version? What 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 makes you guys so 
so passionate I'll, about I'll that. I'll talk on the mud truck side of things. I'll let Ryan talk about the monster trucks. All right. The mud trucks, whenever we run them in real life, it takes us about two to three days to thoroughly clean them. Mm-hmm. And uh, luckily, the thing about the Kingsling and Boghog uh, LMTs that we have, you can probably wash them with a water hose in about an hour <laughs> and then go out there and rip again. You put another battery in it. You don't have to put methanol, alcohol in the things to run them. And uh, it's it basically, it is an exact replica of the small truck or of the bigger truck. So you can run out there, do the exact same things that we do, just not being in the truck. I mean, I'm sure you could put a FPV camera in there and uh, <laughs> it make it look like you're driving it. But yeah, no, it is uh, it's opened up a whole different ball game, man. Mm. With those mega trucks that we have, it's so sweet. I love running them. Uh, race, Ryan's son is actually covered head to toe because we did the RC mud yeah. ball over there. And Every time he would go to flip his truck, me and Ryan would back up to the edge of the mud pit and just roost him. It was awesome. So he's covered head to toe. Ryan has to give him a bath later. I'm not doing that. We'll get a pressure washer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we There's a car wash there's here in town. Right you know, there. You yeah. could, right there, right? Running by, we but... just need a dunk tank. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, I saw him earlier today. I see this, you know, this this boy run by and he's just in mud and I, I was talking to somebody and I said, oh man, their parents are going to go nuts. Yeah, that's <laughs> and mean. then when I realized it was him, I was like, okay, that might be the one dad out here that won't go nuts because his kid's literally covered in head yeah, to toe. Gonna... But then Bari's son was right behind him and not <laughs> yeah. quite as covered. Yeah, he wasn't as bad. He was we're a little... Dunk he was... him in the... Uh... What is in the try me? The boat, oh yeah, the boat pond. Yeah, yeah. dunk them in there, head yeah. to toe. You know, yeah. probably at the end of the show. Yeah, that's yeah. all right. We've had chlorine in it. It's probably <laughs> yeah. not too gross. Yeah, it's yeah. city water. That's no, fine. I'll, I'll, yeah. Normally, I'll let him just tear it up in the mud anyway. But I will definitely make an exception for here because he actually won the mud truck race. Oh, nice. <laughs> so he is like the, the there we go Horizon Fest mud truck champ right now. He is so he's on top of the moon. And the oh. blindfold race. Yeah, the blindfold yeah, race. The blindfold he smoked race. us. He won that really? Too. Yeah. And then he made it. He got third in the. Monster trucks monster on truck Friday. Bracket. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. In the stock LMT class. He, he knocked me out. He knocked Bari out. <laughs> Bari is the professional yeah, Bari. RC yeah. monster truck driver that turned professional monster truck driver. Race knocked him out at eight years old. So, oh, we got to watch got him. Future. Come I think that's awesome. Back to what you were talking about, though. The, the <laughs> comparison between the real monster trucks and the LMT monster trucks. I talk about it every weekend in front of all the every right. crowd. I bust out my son of a digger LMT. Intermission at Monster Jam. I go out there and I play on the real Monster Jam track. And let me tell you, I wish everybody could do that because it is <laughs> no so kidding. fun. But one of my favorite things about it is to talk to the people, talk to the fans. As soon as I come out and do a wheelie with the thing, the crowd gasps. They love it. And if I even just do a little slight jump, they cheer. And then when I really turn the heat up and they're like, they're blown away at the performance of the thing. And I get to tell everybody about the LMT and why I love it and why me and race love it. And, and I try to tell everybody like it's it, it's such a good connection between the family members. Right. It's an amazing thing for a father, son, mo- mother, son, mother, daughter, anything, any type of connection. It is such a blast. And one of my favorite things about it is at our Monster Jam pit parties or meeting Monster Jam fans, one of the most commonly asked questions is, how can I became, become a monster truck driver? Mm. I want to become a monster truck driver. What do I do? And obviously you can't really do much about it until you're past the age of 18, right. you kind of got to be in the right place at the right time. And it's not very easy to get involved. It's a very niche thing. But one thing that helps out a lot of people is being mechanically inclined and having an understanding of the mechanics of the truck, how the trucks operate, how they actually drive. And nothing else can really give you that 
except for an LMT. I, I am not lying to you. Yet yeah, the horsepower may be insane. I wish I had the scale horsepower. <laughs> right. LMT oh, yeah. Oh, I've my been gosh. Going 500 miles an hour. <laughs> no kidding. No the, kidding. The ability to be able to correct the truck in the air, driving the truck, saving it, backflips, the tricks, all that stuff really does relate to the actual Monster Jam trucks. And even down to the hard parts, the solid axle, the gear uh, mechanism in the axles, it's a ring and pinion gear set, just like we have the axle shafts, the shocks, all that stuff, man. And one thing that I love to always try to egg people on is be mechanical. Get right. involved with anything, work on stuff. And what's more fun to work on than a perfect, awesome miniature monster truck. So get in there, maintenance that thing, give it the love you need, go out there and bash it. If you tear something up, fix it. And it is a lesson learned every time. And it is no no doubt in my mind, I'll put everything on it. That is an amazing key to getting involved with Monster Jam. If you do that truck, you play with it, you learn to drive it great, you learn to ma maintain it. You learn to understand what it does when you jump it a certain way or when you do a certain thing that actually tears the truck up. You learn to understand what that does and respect that part of it. That is a huge thing to know to become a really good Monster Jam driver that a lot of times we aren't able to get. And with the LMT, man, I try my hardest to tell everybody that really wants to get involved, this really could be your training piece right here. Wow. And hey, it's a lot better than $350,000 for a monster truck. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Yeah, see, it's a deal, Steve. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's what I heard. Yeah, it's a deal. Yeah, it's a steal, actually. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> phenomenal. And, and uh, I mean, somehow we got to figure out how to uh, make that a marketing message. Yeah, right we got to bottle you know? that. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm down, dude, because I'm very passionate with telling people that. Like, yeah. I've played RCs. Since I can't even, before I can remember, my dad bought me and my brother, my older brother, Adam, RCs before Weston, Kristen was even around. We were super teeny tiny. He'd buy us RC cars. When the first Gravedigger body came out, we got the old school clod busters and we had all yep. the stuff, man. Wow. Always playing RCs. And we were aggravating about it at first because we could barely work on them and we'd have them tore up and dad come home from a long weekend of out touring around with, with Gravedigger and we'd hand them a pile of RC, hey, <laughs> fix this. But now we're getting a little taste of our own medicine because our kids do it. Adam has two boys. I have one son, another boy on the way as well for me. So oh. we get a big taste of our own medicine because our boys go ballistic with the RCs. And I will definitely say RCs have, have grown so much in the past few years. It's right. insane. But mostly, I swear in the last five, six, seven years, leaps and bounds the, the ability to work on them it's so nice for us because our kids are anything but nice to their rcs they tear them <laughs> up they come back either floating in the pond wheels ripped off ran it into the wall they're just going crazy with them and we got to fix them me and adam weston we got to fix the things back up so we're essentially crew chiefs of the rcs there home. you go and uh, cool. man it's it's definitely a taste of our own medicine for what we did to dad, but it's awesome to watch our kids go out there and really kick butt. I mean, race is really good with RCs. Yeah, no kidding. And it, it definitely translates quickly to driving an actual vehicle. So him with his little born wild miniature monster truck, he jumps right in and goes, man. And it's a lot to do with having an understanding of mechanics and motorized vehicles and RCs. Is, there's no better place to start than there. Yeah, that's, that's great. And I mean, a lot of that's same on the air side, yeah. Steve. I mean, you're, Absolutely. you know, you fly and... We've got a lot of people who, you know, start off in RC and, you know, flying model airplanes. And then the next thing you know, they're getting their full scale pilot license. And yeah, a lot of the, you know, the physics, like you said, are the same. And, and uh, yeah, being able to fix something probably carries you pretty far in life regardless, right? I mean, every time 100%. something breaks at your house, it's nice when you can fix it a little bit. Definitely. You don't have to pay somebody to come do it. So very cool. Are there, is there any driving? I'm curious because 
you know, you guys talk about how the car feels similar, but do you, do you like practice like, oh, what could it do this? Or do you attempt to try things you wouldn't attempt in the full size truck Actually, with it? Yesterday with the LMT, I was over there in y'all's bash pit yeah. and I didn't even know it was possible. And I just tried it. I did a backflip to moonwalk and we oh. do that in the real trucks. Like, okay, super really? hard to do in the real trucks. And I went out there and did three of them with the LMTs. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, this is insane. I got so excited. And then I walked over to tell Barry and Cairo and they're like, yeah, we do it all the time. Like, oh, whatever. Okay. Cool, <laughs> man. cool story, bro. Yeah, they definitely, yeah. They yeah. definitely translate for sure to okay. actual moves in the trucks. The one thing you got to comprehend though, you got to remember the scale horsepower of an sure. LMT is like 6,000 horsepower. <laughs> right, I'd right. love to actually figure out the number because it, it has got to be astronomical. Yeah, sure it's, nice. it's yeah. crazy. So you got to remember that. Right? that yeah. But it, at the same time, it really does react the same way. Like, mm. like he's saying, the back foot moonwalk is one of the biggest tricks right now in Monster Jam, mainly because it's so hard to do. I mean, there's like maybe a group of like five people that have ever done it. So wow. that's that's oh, really? a big thing. And to be able to do it on the, on the in the RC, it's gets you that understanding of when to get in the brakes, mm. when to be ready with reverse landing the backflip and getting it just right. The timing is, is everything with that trick while you're flipping a monster truck upside down. I yeah. mean, there's nothing about it is natural. <laughs> it's right. all not right. Well, I asked, I asked the question cause you know, pilots like Skip Stewart is a full scale aerobatic pilot. And we actually did it in one of his airplanes a while back. And he said that he learns so much from the aerobatic RC community knowing that it's you know too much power and yep. he'd kill himself if he did half the maneuvers that we do <laughs> but he learns a lot and it's cool oh, to wow. see rc influencing full-scale aerobatics pilots and it's kind of the same way for you guys where you know rc is influencing a little bit maybe hey we could try this or yeah. but understanding the power limitations of the full scale and one thing i love is the translation backwards as well mm. from the monster real monster truck to the LMT. So setting up the suspension sure. and like the four-link oh, right. geometry and stuff like that, that stuff relates yeah. back to the LMT. So cool. trying to set the thing up not to wheelie as much when you're trying to race, or if you want to set it up to show off and do wheelies, you can do some suspension changes in this four-link huh. and it actually does adjust just like the real truck. It's um, a little bit more dramatic, sure. but at the same time, it, there there's true signs when you change the geometry of the four-link and what it does to the truck wow. is just like what it does with the real Monster Jam awesome. trucks. Yeah, that is, that's crazy. I, I have to ask you, you know, Weston, and again, congratulations. We kind of skipped past it, and it's a bit, really a big deal. But you know, on on your your uh, uh, arena series, you know, championship, and I kind of mentioned earlier. I mean, you know, when I was growing up, I mean, and still, but like when I was growing up, Grave Digger was the only truck that mattered. You know, yeah, there was Bigfoot a little bit too. <laughs> sure. Those were the only ones. I mean, there weren't just all the the trucks there were today. And so it's it's just like legend status for, you know, for for my generation and my age. And so, you know, now I'm sitting here with with the guy who drives great <laughs> grave digger and I mean, I'm sure again because it's your dad who who built it and started. I'm sure you have a a great appreciation, but I mean, What's it like driving that truck and meeting, you know, people and, and carrying that legacy forward? And I know even like my son, you know, he had the power wheels, Greg, Grave Digger, when he was little. And like he would stand on the front tire. He'd drive it around our backyard and <laughs> then he'd get to the end and he'd stand on the front tire and wave to the crowd like he was Dennis, you know. And I mean, what's it like to to drive that knowing that you're part of this legacy, not just because your dad started it, but I mean, Grave Digger itself. I mean, what a what a cool thing to do for a, a job. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's amazing. It's been a great journey so far. Uh, I didn't drive any other monster trucks before Gravedigger, though. It was the mega trucks, and that wow. was it, just about, and some go-karts here and there, and old junk cars and stuff. But, yeah, my monster truck career, it's been strictly in Gravedigger. I drove Ryan's son of a digger one time, and 
Uh, it was a lot of pressure. Just yeah, trashed it. Yeah, he <laughs> trashed so it. That's right. You know we got brothers here when yeah. they have yeah. to throw that little dig in. Yeah, I, I would have done the same to my brother, Ryan. I would have yeah. made sure I put him in his place. But it was, so. uh, it was a little bit of pressure at first. I will admit that. And it was nerve-wracking, too. I was thrown out like seven days after testing to drive for Monster Jam. They were like, hey, man, you got the job. Uh, we're going to put you in a truck here soon. I'm thinking maybe like a year from now or so. Let me practice. Nope. Seven days later, I was packing my bag and going to a sold out arena wow. to do three events a weekend and then do a whole tour after that. Wow. It was nerve wracking in the beginning huh. for sure. But uh, the fans, they made it so much easier for me because they would come through the pit party line and they're like, hey, dude, we understand. We know that you're new. If you go out there and you don't do good, we don't care. We just came to see the truck. And no matter what you do, we're always still going to love Gravedigger. So that really helped me out in the beginning and uh, helped us take the series victory two years in a row and all the little kids that come through the line and then even their grandparents that came and watched my dad it's uh it's so inspiring seeing the generations not only from my family and all the other monster truck families but seeing it from the fans as well we have right. so three sometimes even four generations oh, coming wow. to watch us and wow. i've had 90 year old men and women come up and cry to see me in line and I would have thought that was weird five years ago, but it's completely <laughs> normal now. Like, I understand it. It would probably be the same thing if I met some of my idols. And uh, such an amazing feeling having that happen, though, and seeing all the fans once we get done doing a crazy run or crashing the truck, doing crazy crashes, anything, they standing on their feet cheering for you. And it's Ryan gets it a little bit better because he's in stadiums. He has 70,000 people cheering for him. Yeah, I might no have 25, 30,000 people cheering for me, but it's such tight quarters. And you get to hear all that. It gets your adrenaline pumping. And even now, I was talking with it the other day to my sister. Whenever the Gravedigger Bad to the Bone song comes on, my adrenaline starts kicking. It's like a switch goes off in my head. Like, <laughs> give me something. Give me something to run. Give me something to drive. I need to go out here and freestyle. But, uh, yeah, it's an amazing journey so far and hopefully many more years to come. Yeah, yeah. And one one thing he's, he's not talking about, but I take pride in him. He is undefeated. And points championship. Nobody wow. else has ever done that. Oh wow! His first year out, won a points championship. There's, there's many people that have went an entire career in Monster Jam, never, never won a points championship. And there's many people that are in their career right now that probably will never win a points championship. His first two years in a row, he's already won both. So wow. he is the only person to ever be undefeated in points championships. Nice. So that's uh that's pretty insane. Yeah, that, that's a that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. As long as they it's don't a good batting on, average. As long as they don't put me on a tour with him, hopefully <laughs> that going. Hey, one day it will happen. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very hopefully cool. Hopefully he's old and washed up by that point. Yeah. So maybe oh, I'll there work on it. There you go. <laughs> so when you guys were growing up, what was it? What was the thing that obviously your dad getting you into it? But what was the thing that you drove the most, or what do you think you got your wheel time on to kind of build those skills out? So. Uh, my me and Adam's childhood was a little more chaotic than Weston's because dad was gone a lot. Like Gravedigger was being built. Sure. My dad was building that legacy while we were kids. Yeah. So he was gone a lot. I mean, he'd be gone for three months at a time, four months at a time, on the road, going crazy. That's, he was driving the rig. He was working on the truck. He was doing all of it. You know, and wow. a lot of times you, you can't just go to California and come back. Right. He'd go to California and do a whole tour. And we'd, we'd see him when we came back. Well, my dad is also the opposite of tech savvy he does not oh, even man. barely know how to turn his phone on still today <laughs> email is that is just like, that's like up there with aliens like uh -oh. he doesn't even get it well 
when we were younger, you know, gaming systems weren't that crazy then, but we still wanted them, you know, we sure. PlayStation one, two and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, dad was like, no, that doesn't even ring a bell in his head for, for Christmas. We would literally get vehicles. Like I was like probably 10 years old and got a mail Jeep for Christmas. <laughs> that makes sense. My, All right. Me and my brother, Adam got matching mail Jeeps. We got Ford Escorts. We got LTD, big old LTD cars, all kinds <laughs> of crazy. So that was our Christmas gifts all the time. We'd get all kinds of other random stuff, but that was like the big gift. And we absolutely loved it. Like it was, it was the best. I, I rolled my first vehicle. It was a Subaru uh, Outback, like Forester thing, yeah, like yeah. last yeah, yeah. Okay. I rolled it at eight years old, and it was like an achievement. <laughs> wow, that was good. It, I mean, it was far from spectacular. Sure. I basically went up the edge of a monster truck, jumping it, laid it on its side. But like that was a big thing for me, you know. But and Adam was the same way. He was, he was the one that you know he was a little bit older than me, four years older than me. So he definitely had a little bit more of a grasp on what would and wouldn't hurt you. But he knew I didn't, so he'd make me do it first. <laughs> if it wasn't that bad, and he'd do it again after. Oh, okay. But yeah, so we had a we had a super chaotic childhood of that. We had full vehicles all the time. Weston and Kristen, they had it a little bit. It was better, definitely better, safer. <laughs> they had like legitimate vehicles that they should have been in, and all that stuff with roll cages and stuff like that. But yeah, our our uh, me and Adams was a little more Western, a little wild wild west. <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. When we were growing up. Nice. Well, it obviously you uh, you made it through and yeah, it, we survived. Know, yeah, yeah, giving you a little <laughs> giving you a little fearlessness there. Yeah. So very good. Well, what about RC Fest? So we're here, you know, last remaining hours of the day. We got fireworks tonight. You said you've done pretty much everything. What have you? What's been like the best thing you guys have done today? Um, you know the crawling track that y'all have here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we really don't have many rocks and everything in North Carolina. It's super sandy soil and sure hard to keep a track from grassing over we have one at the mm. shop but it gets so grassy and we're always gone y'all's car crawling track has had me in a loophole for the past two days <laughs> even the past three days whenever we pulled in i was running on about 45 minutes of sleep in 38 hours from Jeez. me and ryan tag team driving up here <laughs> and we immediately unloaded all of our stuff and i saw the crawling track i was like let me just get a quick little bump on it and see what it's like and then I was over there until I don't even know what time at night. I was I had mosquitoes biting me. I was sweating, and he had to pull me off of the controller to go get dinner. And it's even last night we stayed out here until twelve o'clock playing on nice. the crawling track and the mini crawling track. So that's really had me in a loophole here. Uh, I don't know about Ryan, but yeah, I, I the crawling track when you have a legitimate crawling track, it changes the game. It does, I'm right? You, I've had many crawlers throughout my RC career, and it is it's they're fun they're cool but until you got a legit track that's built properly you don't even understand yeah, how cool it is you're right like, it, like unlocks it the level nuts, of awesome. man so yeah that is that has been that's consumed most of our time okay but <laughs> that's cool at the same time man i don't the mud truck was so the mud racing was so awesome maybe a little biased because race sure. won it pretty proud about that but that's pretty cool i'll have to say the one thing that's just it's just absurd is the long jump I and mean, we are taking <laughs> the fastest RC you could possibly get and just wailing a jump wide open. Yep. I jumped 205 feet with an RC car today. Definitely never done that before. <laughs> Weston went 232. Wow. 232 feet. And we're and jumping. came out unscathed. Yeah. His, oh, really? Yeah. Yes. 100%. What, wow. do you got? what were you driving? 
Uh, it was the, the 6S Titans. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Nice. And yo, know, they were crazy. Oh, I'm not going to let y'all in on my build cheater. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't let the secret yeah, out. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was. It honestly surprised me. I thought the thing was going to be yard sailed after that. And they brought it back, and I was rolling it, like making sure drive shafts weren't bent or anything. I could have hit the ramp six more times if I wow. wanted to. That's wow, awesome. yeah. it was insane. Those things are nuts. I mean, out of the box, seventy miles an hour, and then. It may have done a few additions. So, yeah, we were probably in the <laughs> ramp at like 80 or 90 miles an hour. Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. It's and now, there was cars faster than ours. They just couldn't keep them straight. One guy, one guy, Brandon, that won it. Yeah. He was, his, was his a Typhon? It was a Typhon as well. As well. He, so, yeah. he, had, he had a little more voltage under the hood, I feel like. <laughs> oh. When he rolled into it, it was aggressive. That thing was fast. <laughs> he had a lot wider tire. Oh. And he prepped his. I seen him walking up with his tires in Ziploc bags. Oh, oh really? Traction prep. Mm, traction yeah. Prep. He was, yeah. yeah. Little cheater juice. Yeah, little yeah, cheater juice going on. Yeah. Actually, they sprayed Sunkiss, the orange soda, on yep. the end of the oh, track yeah. for us to get traction. I was like, what is this? I thought they were spraying some certain thing, and it yeah. was soda. I was, oh, really? soda? Yeah. I was on the microphone telling everybody it was like this super crazy traction ad. I was about to drink it out of the hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah Use a squirt bottle, get some. That's funny. That was yeah. a fun conversation to explain to the air guys that they'd have to avoid the sun kissed on the other Oh, really? Oh, really? God. That, really wait, loved it. What are you spraying yeah. on my oh. runway? Yeah, it, it's bad enough. You can see the, the air guys go from like mildly entertained to, okay, guys, move it along. We're ready to <laughs> yeah, start flying that again. Yeah. Station here. It's uh, because of us with the spray bottle of soda. <laughs> yeah. that, that's awesome. Yeah. Tonight, so we'll be okay. And it is a lot of fun, though. I mean, it, it is, you know, you, you see those things just go through the air, and you're right. I mean, you just expect, you see them cartwheel, and you think, okay, that's done. I think my favorite, one of my favorite uh, things I heard all weekend probably was, you know, you hear the car go off the ramp, and then it's like, he's out in the beans. Yeah. <laughs> that's something you're only going to hear in central Illinois, you yeah, know, in, in an R, at an RC event. In he's out in the beans uh, because we are surrounded by a bean field here yeah. uh, at RC Fest. But uh, a lot of good, clean fun. So, um, yeah, very cool. And glad that, again, Ryan, you kind of, uh, you you had to keep Nitro, Greg Sopa, in his place, but I think he did a great job there, uh, MCing and uh, yeah, his mullet was getting in the way of his voice a little bit. So oh, I had to take the mic. Yeah, him and the king of RC, Tony. There. Oh yeah, that uh, was, it was a, a little battle yeah. between those two, and I was honestly calling those guys out. I mean, they were they were looking good, and <laughs> mullets flowing, American yeah. flag hats, American no, flag the, pants. The thing that I forgot about though, first and second place, they ran two trucks. Yeah, so it was their second run both oh, times. It was, yeah. Really? The first one, Greg oh. only went like one seventy or yep. something. Yep. And, uh, I call uh, shenanigans. Brandon, yeah, Brandon's first jump was decent. Yeah, though. it was good. It was like two oh eight, two twenty, maybe. maybe huh. Yeah, you would yeah. beat him. You, he was in first place, and then Weston bumped him, and then he bumped Weston again. So yeah, yeah they are, I mean, they mm. went two tries. I mean, come on, first time. That was my yeah. first time driving. I one think of those that's cars an too. We may have to check those tires for steroids. Oh, too. Yeah. I mean, no, they, I, they I don't had know. Them over their tires up, sitting on the grass. Yeah. I, was, I was about to really mess them up and flip them over. Oh. Real quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm my feet along the grass when I go by. Kick up some dust. Yeah. Well, there again. That's it's what this is all kind of about. Is just come out here and and have some fun. Um, I do have to ask. So you guys have the the world finals coming up here in just a few weeks, right? Yep. So, um, what what do people need to know about that? That uh, want to come, you know, either check it out, you know, in person, or or uh, you know, what are you guys looking for? When so is it? Where is it? Tell July us all about 1st, it. July first, Nashville, Tennessee, at the Nissan Titan Sta Nissan Stadium, right there in downtown. 
I'm, I'm not going to lie. You go to monstergym.com has all the information you're going to need because this event isn't just a normal monster jam event, not normal times, not normal duration of event. Everything is different about this. It's all bigger, all crazier, all wilder. So go to monstergym.com. Make sure for one, there's still tickets available. And if you mm. still want to go, you better hurry up and get them because there's probably not many left. And then two, make sure the times, the times are going to be different. Got Our it. pit party is way bigger now for this world finals and the actual event is going to go way different all packed in one day so it's one massive day of monster jam long jump world championship competition there's a best trick uh, monster jam world finals competition obviously the racing and freestyle like we always do so it can be a full day of wow. monster jam carnage it's going to be crazy the track is going to be nuts our racing track is always wild always different our first time in, in nashville at the nissan stadium so I'm sure Monster Jam pushed Nissan Stadium to their absolute max of comfort, what they're going <laughs> to allow them to do with the track. So it's going to be wild. I know the the dirt crew was telling me about the changeovers uh, between the racing and freestyle they're going to have to do while the event is going on. Huh. And it's pretty insane. They're going to have wow. a full-on mining crew, essentially, yeah. on the floor, changing wow. over from a racing track to a freestyle track. So Moving that's going to be absurd. Oh, yeah, dude. The amount of dirt they're going to move between racing and freestyle like during the show is insane. They're going to have a full fleet of people out there. That's awesome. Yeah, that I've been to that stadium uh, for, for a concert. And, I mean, first of all, the location is great. Yep. So, you know, if, if people are looking for just the, the awesome weekend, uh, yeah, go stay downtown, hit Broadway, oh, yeah. go listen to some music. It's so cool. Go there. check out. We literally, you can walk across the bridge over to the stadium. Yep. So, I mean, that. That's a good weekend. Yeah. So now I know why Greg's is, going. Yeah. So yeah, the, yeah, all the yeah. See, man, Greg's got this figured out. Yeah, that, <laughs> but, uh, I'll say we we travel the world uh, doing Monster Jam. I mean, we're we're in Africa, Australia, right? China, Europe, all that stuff. Honestly, Nashville has to be probably my number one city. It is wow. just such a nice place. It's so much fun. If you want to go right. have fun and cut up, Broadway's got it. You want to go have a good time, listen to some awesome music, Broadway's got it. I mean, there's people up there playing violins, going crazy. I, stuff that I'm not a music buff, but it's so impressive there. Everything yeah. about it is, and it's such a nice city, super right. clean, a lot of cool stuff to go see. It's super laid back, but that weekend's gonna be wild. Yeah. Between Monster Jam going on, and while we did the press release for Monster Jam, being at the World Finals there, they also announced that they're gonna have the, the largest fireworks display of anywhere in the US this year <laughs> for 4th of July. So. Wow, yeah, so wow. You don't want to miss that. And All they're right. doing it on barges right in the river that's between the Nissan Stadium and Broadway. Wow, so that is, is right there. Wild. <laughs> that's going to be That is right there. Yeah. You're probably going to feel the heat off the fire. No kidding. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. So bring your sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, that that's awesome. Um, this I want to touch on this real yeah, quick. Yeah, please too. do. Uh, yeah. This is like where, so series championships, me and Ryan talked about it. This is where you go to become a world champion. So like I'm sure y'all have some some of the uh, similar stuff in RC. Well, this is like the biggest of the big, and the heaviest hitters. Everybody is together. It's not where we're all spread out to put on good events all over the United States and all over the world. We're all together and we're all competing against each other. So I'm gonna go until the truck doesn't go no more. Uh, in every <laughs> yeah. competition that I'm in, Ryan he went until the truck wouldn't go anymore last year. He's probably gonna do it even better this year, but. Uh, yeah, it's going to be insane. Some of the biggest, wildest. It's basically the closest you will get to like an LMT. Mm, if you were okay. to go out here and throw down a crazy freestyle, we're going to try and go out there and do the same thing we're going to do. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, if you've never been to a world finals, it is, 
It is very cool. Um, so, um, well, good. Well, one of the things we do, and we're going to let you guys get back out there because I can tell Ryan's like, hey, th- I could be, uh, I could we're be driving have a-, a monster truck car crush out here. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's right. right. Oh, that's, that's coming cars. up. So, yeah, minutes, that's yeah. right. So, but we always ask people, you know, uh, again, we kind of think of it in terms of somebody's listening to this, just going, you know, wow, this, I feel like I'm at the table, you know, with, with you guys. Is there anything else, you know, to that, that person listening to this that, you know, you just want to, mention or you know kind of throw out there it could be you know promoting something else or just whatever uh can we, we call it the open mic really, ryan's really throwing me on the spot over here uh, <laughs> y'all asked him the question about how people get into monster jam and i have little kids come up to me all the time asking me and it's honestly following your dream man like that's what bari did that's what my dad did it uh, right. all the way back in 1982 he was 20 years old followed a crazy dream that he had didn't work out for him in the very first place, but if a horse bucks you off, you don't have to sit over in the corner and cry. You got to get back on that thing and ride it. Mm-hmm. And he did just that uh, 40 years ago and created one of the biggest names in monster trucks. And you got to do the same thing, man. You can't give right. up on your dream and you got to go out there and do the thing. That's it's our life motto. It's the Anderson life motto. You got to go out there and do it. If you fall down, get back up. Doesn't matter if your knees are bleeding because you scraped them. Go out there, get a band aid, <laughs> yeah. and do it again. Good advice. Yeah, that, for sure. For I sure. that, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's, I got, that is a high bar, man. He said a lot. I there. got it, but I'm going to hit it on the RC level, man, because I know right. everybody RC listens to this, whether it be in the air or on the ground, in the water, RC people listen to this podcast. And one of the things that I want to kind of get, like, I want to get rally the troops. I want all of us to get together and remember that this next generation coming up, they got it way different. The computers are taking over, the phones are taking over, and mechanical ability has not become a common thing anymore. Where it used to be what everybody knew, you had to know it to to get through life. It's not that way anymore. Cars are so computerized that press a button, it takes off, and half of them, you don't have to drive anymore. It's just getting (laughs) wild. So I I wanna rally the troops of all RCs, because kids love RCs. I mean, a cool car, a kid looks at it, it's cool. A cool RC, a kid freaks out. They right, love yeah. it. They want to be all over it. Let's egg all these kids on to get into RC, whether it be in the air, in the water, on the ground, all of it, and teach them how to not only play with RC and enjoy the RC, but how to maintain it, properly fix it, all those things. That can be our duty as RC enthusiasts to get not only the next generation of RC people up and going, but also the next generation of people in the mechanics at all, because it's definitely a dying thing, and it's right. unfortunate. It's something that's it's it's not good for the for the kids coming up not to know how to work on something. Yeah. And it's hard to get a kid to work on anything when there's so much entertainment on that screen in front of them. It's too easy. My kid does it all the time. And me and Weston, <laughs> we've gotten pretty good about getting on them. No, get off the phone. Let's go do this. Get off the phone. Let's go do that. And it's tough. I know it's easy. I get I get stuck on the phone, too, looking yep. at all the cool stuff. It's too easy anymore. Yep. But RCs are a hook for kids. They absolutely love them. And yeah, you might not want the kid driving your RC that you've got a a lot of blood, sweat, and tears and money invested into, but you can definitely head them the right way to get a super affordable and insanely easy to use RC that's available today that wasn't available when we were kids and get them going, man. Get them working on learning how to just charge a battery, understanding that, learning how to maintain the truck, 
replace the A-arms, replace tires. My kid loves swapping bodies and swapping yeah, tires. Yeah. That That's a start. Yep. You got to start somewhere. So that's Definitely. that's one thing I want to tell everybody from the RC community. Let's listen to this. Whether it be in the water, the air, the dirt, let's get these kids rolling. Let's get their me mechanical abilities sparked off using RCs because it's too easy. They love it too much. And it's something that I, I feel like us as a, a group, like I say, no matter where it's at, up in the air, in the water, and on the, on the ground, we can do something. We can put a dent in this and make sure that the next generation of the kids coming up, they know how to work on stuff, and they're no, they're no computer guy that's just only in the screen. They can be on the ground turning wrenches, whether it be real cars or being a mechanic in the future or just loving RCs for the rest of their life. Yeah. Wow. That's, that, that is exactly right. And, you know, I think being here at RC Fest, I mean, there are literally, what, five, 6,000 people probably that'll be oh, yeah. here over the two days. Yeah. And you're right. I mean, you see these little kids come out, they see these airplanes in the sky and they're all in, you know? So it is our job as adults to, to help them make that connection and, and, uh, and to get there. So I love the challenge. Hopefully yeah. somebody's listening to this podcast and takes it up. And we do see, you, you've said it, you know, you two spending time kind of mentoring, you know, race and, and even Bari and his son being here. It's that, you know, adult father, son, you yep. know, uh, time together where you're learning a skill and having a blast. Oh is, yeah is kind of the, at our best that's what we're doing with rc 100 you know? this, and this so, event is the peak of that too man all the try me vehicles try me trucks on the far end try me rock crawling try me boats try me planes i mean this is the pinnacle of getting the next generation of rc people involved getting the next group of kids to be mechanically inclined yeah. all that good stuff yeah. man and it's you know, I, I know i've struggled with it too with my kid is having the patience to let them help you it's it's yeah. tough, believe right. me, because right. I want to hurry up and get it done. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready to get back out yeah. there playing, but have the patience. Take yeah. the time, take a deep breath. It'll be all right. Let them mess up. Let them do have an error. Let them fix it. You know, it's it's a struggle. I, I struggle with it all the time, but it helps them out. I mean, races went from bringing it back to me crashed, and all he knows <laughs> is put the battery in the next one. So now we, I make him try to help me fix putting putting the truck back together make it back right and, and make him understand what happens and why it did it and how not to do it again. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think great advice to, uh, to the adults out there listening to this to, to, yeah, take up that charge to help get uh, people into this. And, you know, Weston, I mean, just good life advice. I mean, life's going <laughs> to knock you around, right? And it doesn't yeah. always just happen the way you wanted it to. I can certainly tell you, you know, when I was growing up, I didn't anticipate sitting here today you know, at, at an RC event talking to, you know, a couple of professional monster truck drivers, but I'd have to say, you know, uh, pretty happy with the way, the way life got me to this point in time. So, you know, I, I'll just kind of, cause I think there's, yeah, we got a, a, a real monster yeah, truck. We got cars yeah, we're going to crush some yeah. cars. We got <laughs> trails to drive. Sounds like Steve, you've got some buddy boxing to do. Yeah, and we get, can go get fly. these guys yeah, on some I'll, flying. I want to get in the air, man. Yeah, let's yeah do it. so let, let's do that. I do want to say though, just, you know, on, on behalf, certainly starting with Steve and I, thanks for taking your time. Thank you for being here at RC Fest. Um, I, it means a lot. You did an autograph session earlier. I heard some guys out in the parking lot talking about, you know, they were on, I think it was the crawler trail, but they were like, I was, I was on the crawler trail with the guy who drives son of a digger. <laughs> 
Jaeger. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's going to tell all of his friends oh, about oh, yeah. that, right? And so, very cool. You know, you brought King Sling, like I said. I mean, you know, just that thing, it makes such an impression to people seeing seeing the real thing here with us. But, um, you know, outside of that, just being ambassadors for, for RC and, you know, truly loving it, like you said, talking about it at Monster Jam when you're in front of 70,000 people, you know, being here with us this weekend. Um, we love it. We love the crossover between motorsports. You know, we had our cars and coffee here this morning. It was so funny that, you know, all the car guys wanted to go see the RC stuff and all the RC guys wanted to go look at the cars. <laughs> so at the end of the day, we're all just, you know, we're all eight year old boys getting That's muddy, right? right? That's right. Um, but thank you guys. Your entire family has, you know, done so much for, for RC and, and motorsports. So thanks for being uh, here with us. Thanks for being friends of Horizon. We, we really do truly appreciate it. So, um, uh, like I said, growing up, being such a fan of what your dad started and created and now sitting here with you guys is pretty surreal for me. Yeah. So thank you. And uh, I think, yeah, let's maybe go fly, go hit yeah. some trails. Go have Sound some good? fun. Yeah, man. Oh, thank yeah, you guys I'm for ready. having us. I am ready to tear it up, man. I think we got like 10 cars still left to tear up. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> All right, let's do it. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. We're out of here for RC Fest 2023.